KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Art Power is presenting Indian fusion band Red Bharat, mixing Indian bhangra rhythms, hip-hop, and funk music, March 23rd at the Epstein Family Amphitheater. Tickets and information about upcoming concerts and events at artpower.ucsd.edu. From KPBS, this is the Parker Edison Project, where we look at the tenets of culture and what really makes America great. You want to just look like effortless, like you're just put together and you're literally the best version of yourself. You know, something that's important for people to know is that people make an impression within seven seconds. Uh, Now with Zoom, it's probably three. In this episode, we look at that subtle form of communication we often use to express our identities, fashion. The world makes you feel like who you are isn't beautiful. You know, who you are naturally. There's probably some young African child out there who feels like they're too dark or their nose is too wide or whatever. But the truth is, if you know your history, if you know who you are, then you know that you're beautiful the way that you are. That goes to uh, young white kids, young Asian kids, young Mexican kids, because the kids shouldn't have to feel like we feel. I'll talk to a clothing designer who uses fashion design to add to the conversation and how a fashion retailer stays ahead of the trends and survives the rapidly changing fashion landscape. We're trying to describe with the the struggles that we've seen in San Diego with homelessness and then our own personal struggles financially. And then we're like, what if we did like this trading places thing? Can Can we tell that story in two minutes? That's coming up next on the Parker Edison Project. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team. Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I. Good morning, and welcome to the Parker Edison Project, where we look at tenets of culture and what really makes America great. I got some dope stuff lined up for this episode, but before I get into that, my producers have been trying to get me to introduce myself more in the episodes, so I took the time to write down some little notes, facts, you know, and I figure I'll share them with you just so we can kind of get to know each other a little bit. All right, here we go. Fact number one, I've worn glasses my whole life. I had a pair of glasses when I was in the first grade. They just had like a rubber strap that went around my head so I wouldn't lose them. That's how long I've been wearing them. Number two, if I could do an impression of Bane from The Dark Knight, I would do the whole episode in that voice. I do the whole season like that. I'd be like, Batman. Batman, this episode's about fashion, Batman. Seriously, I do the whole, or Christopher Walken. If I could do Christopher Walken, you guys would be in trouble, man. Uh, fact number three, I cannot catch or dribble. 43 years old, 
cannot dribble a basketball, can't catch. One of my greatest romantic victories is I was I was on a double date this one time in Venice Beach. It was me and my homeboy. We were dating these two chicks from Long Island. Shout out Long Island. And I don't know how it happened. My homeboy was like 40, 50 paces in front of me and he had a football out of nowhere. We were walking in an alley in Venice Beach. All of a sudden, he had a football. And he knows me. He knows I can't catch. And he's looking at me. He throws the ball. I panic. And I just jumped to go catch it. I went in slow motion. I'm telling you a true story right now. I caught the ball everywhere. The crowd went crazy. There was music. Dun, 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 dun. And I caught it. Slid in, in slow motion. Just went right in my hands. I failed seven years physical education. But I caught that football that day. That's how cute she was. Don't throw me anything if you see me on the street. Don't throw me an apple. Don't throw me house keys. Don't do it. Fact number four. All my ex-girlfriends dress me. If I look good, I'm dating someone. If I'm disheveled, I'm single. Yep. And that brings us to the topic of this show, fashion. Fashion Batman. In this episode, we're going to look at fashion. I'm going to break it down from three angles with three different guests. I'll talk to a buyer, a designer, a store owner, so you can see the part that each one plays. I think you're really going to dig this. So chill out, listen in, see how you fit. You're now listening to the Parker Edison Project. This episode is about fashion. Welcome back. Sampling is a pillar of hip hop. It gave cats access to supplies they couldn't afford like horn sections, choirs, singers. We didn't have those instruments or recording budgets. So we sampled it and rebuilt it into something new. Let me introduce you to my homeboy, Leon. He's making something out of nothing. But more importantly, he's making something that matters to him. Who are you and what do you do, sir? Uh, I am Leon St. Heron. I am a creative director. I'm a designer. I'm an artist. I own and operate a brand called Heron Hughes based out of San Diego, California. And I want to I I live. I don't want to just be alive. I want to live. You know what I mean? So. And, and who's that with you? I'm here with my daughter, uh, Vita, my, my, my baby. The, the, the young lady that I worked hard for. You say hi, Vita. Hi. And I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, of your rap history. But for listeners who are just now catching up to speed, can you tell us just in a few sentences about your your musical history? Um, so originally, uh, people most know me for uh, my name, Bam Circa '86. I was in a group called Brother Nature. Uh, me, Rojay Wallace. And it probably like the early, early 2000s is when I was probably the most prominent. And I'm the generation after your generation. How, how'd you come to the name Heron Hughes? Um, you know what? Uh, I've always been just good with coming up with titles and brands. And it's probably part, partially to do with just rap and po- being poetic and expression. I changed my name from Bamstark86 to Leon St. Heron. The Heron was my merch, and then the Hughes is the, just like my expression on a color spectrum of, you know, colorful expression, you know what I mean? So, um, Do you design your fashion line or your clothing? Probably like 70% of uh, what you see from me is my design. I also work with people though, you know what I mean? Like, hey, can you, can you do this better than I can? You know what I mean? Or, and I also like, like I'm a design flipper, so sometimes I just throw my homie a design so he can send it back and I can flip an original idea. You know, we used to just dig and sample. So I went from kind of digging and sampling, 
cultural material to figuring out, oh yeah, I can just make it and then flip it again. How do your designs come about? Like, is it a visual? Is it a dream? Where does it start? I would like to see the normalization of black imagery. I drive around in my car and I think, how to word this, but the world makes you feel like who you are isn't beautiful. You know, who you are naturally. Like there's like probably some young African uh, child out there who feels like they're too dark or their nose is too wide or whatever. But the truth is, if you if you know your history, if you know who you are, then you know that you're beautiful the way that you are. That goes to uh, young white kids, young Asian kids, young Mexican kids, because the kids shouldn't have to feel like we feel. You know what I mean, you know, you know what I mean, they, they kids shouldn't have to feel like that. In terms of what you're doing with fashion and imagery, what are your goals? I know for sure one of my end goals is to be a basics provider. I would like to realistically be um, like a Hanes. I would like to be the brand that when a young person starts a clothing line, they're like, oh, what t-shirt should I print on? Mm. Or hair on Hughes blanks. To me, that's a big thing because automatically it tells me that you didn't have that when you were coming in and now you're providing that to the next generation. Mm -hmm. What are some differences that you would say just the last five years that you've seen in the look of rap fashion? It's become more and more high fashion. Like the same blanks Pharrell uses is the same blanks that I can get, that anybody can get. There's nothing that separates brands besides of really just the budget. Honestly, if you got the budget, then you could do anything. I dig, I dig. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me. My website is haironhues.com. Somewhere in our talk, Leon mentioned he and I are just a few years apart. But in that time, tech has advanced faster than any other man-made creation. Because of that, we have the internet. Because of the internet, we see more people, which means we see more clothes. So fashion trends that would have lasted three years in the 70s burn out in six months these days. I don't want to speak for him, but I think an artist like Leon is beating that mold by creating works with genuine depth and impact. The big factory model of quantity over quality is moot. Even his business model is sampling. He's pulling from rap's DIY model, but instead of getting rich quick, he's using it to lay an entrepreneurial foundation future artists can utilize to start their own ventures. That's big. Hang out. I'm going to take you to a store that features upstart brands like Heron Hughes. Let's call it a PEPFT, a field trip. Stay tuned. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Quarantine lockdown bringing your mood down. Boom! Elephants in the Room Logger. Presented to you by Elephants in the Room and Amplified Ales. Today, I'm taking you to a store that sells indie brands like Heron Hughes. But before I do, let me introduce you to someone else you should know. Sandra Viam is a fashion stylist. I got the idea for this segment from a friend of mine. A while back, he was shopping and a salesperson told him how customers rarely ask for her help. They're professionally trained to put together outfits, but people never use them because they're intimidated. And that struck me kind of funny. Customers don't want to look like they don't know what they're doing, but in actuality, they don't know what they're doing. And ultimately, their outfits convey just that. I've been looking disheveled and I need to level up. 
but I don't know what to buy. Sandra buys clothes professionally, so check out what it's like to get style. Who are you? My name is Sandra Vam, and I am in San Diego, and I am a personal wardrobe stylist. But I like to think of myself as a stylist for the everyday person. So, you know, whoever out there who wants to develop their style, I'm your gal. I kind of look at myself as a style concierge. Let's, let's get into it. How does this work? Okay. I try to make it as easy as possible. I want to be user-friendly and I want to be approachable. Uh, I have this conversation first and then I send a very easy one-page questionnaire. For me, it gives me a good snapshot of where I can take this person and suggest things. From that questionnaire, I create probing questions and then we have a Zoom call uh, or a phone call. And I really get to know them even more so by the probing questions on the questionnaire. And then I create and present a strategic plan that I think best fits them, their budget and their needs. Tell me about the layout that you sent for Pinterest. You know, I'm a visualist, so it's funny. I can't cook, you know, I, I can't <laughs> draw. But I can hear someone and for whatever reason, my mind just goes and I can't stop myself. Like you don't even ask me to do that. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited to just pin a bunch of looks after talking with you. It's about hearing your goals, even helping create some goals, talking about what your future looks like, where you're currently at. And then I just kind of start pinning. I can't stop myself. Maybe it's a problem. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me about the outfits that you, that you had in mind. I always like challenges. So to me, street is taking something that is a certain genre, what people thinks, and breaking it up, throwing something unique in it and making it your own. After our discussion, I decided to choose the outfits really based on what you had told me. You really wanted to kind of see about adding texture and how to incorporate color into the wardrobe, how to have interchangeable pieces. Uh, you know, maybe taking something that was dressed down and how you can amp it up, you know, that fits now at the age of 40 and what that looks like. So it's all about getting that interchangeable wearability out of all the pieces that you own. The key are your shoes, too. So you want to make sure that you have the right shoes, a sneaker, you know, a cool boot. The key are shoes, shoes and shoes. Ooh. That's I, I was going to ask you for tips. I was going to be like, hey, Sandra, can you give us some tips? Well, there tips? you go. You want to just look like effortless, like you're just put together and you're literally the best version of yourself. You know, something that's important for people to know is that people make an impression within seven seconds. Uh, now with Zoom, it's probably three, um, but it's really, I mean, really, it's its like cut that in half, but it's based on your, your mannerisms, your body language, your dressing style, and your overall appearance, those four factors. And so what that tells me is it's how you look and how you feel about yourself. So it's about being smart and strategic with your shopping. So instead of just every year going and having to, it looks like spend a lot of money, maybe you go quarterly and you just kind of add to the foundation that you have. So it's not so overwhelming in a one-time shopping trip. What's a, what's a fashion no-no? What's something that we definitely need to stop? For guys? Yes, please. Okay, so um, whether you're just walking around, wrinkle equals bad. It, to me, it makes you look like you don't care. And mm. so I envision maybe you don't care about your work. Maybe you don't care about yourself. You know, mm. um, bad fit, poor fit is key. Even if you're going for a baggier denim, you want to make sure it's the correct bagginess. You know what I mean? And also another thing, a lot of guys, when they leave their shirts untucked, there's a certain length and balance of where to where that should hit on you. 
And again, sometimes there are a lot of times they're too long and you can get them where they're, you know, made for your torso um, or find a good tailor. I've been talking with my guest, Sandra VM. Sandra, where can people find you so that they can enlist your services? I am, as I mentioned, in San Diego. My website is mymariposastyle.com. I am on Instagram under my name, Sandra VM. I'm also on Pinterest under Mariposa Style. And I have a Facebook business page, Mariposa Style. And I created that specifically because I like to think of all of us being in cocoons. And then once we evolve, we you know evolve into our, our own beautiful colored butterfly. Clothes are like words, and combining them makes statements. So outfits send messages. In that context, what Sandra's doing as a stylist makes her similar to a speech therapist or a phone operator who's helping you to communicate clearer. If we looked at her profession like that, the price of clothes would go down and the value would go up. By the way, I added Sandra's Pinterest pics and vids to the PEP website if you'd like to see what she picked out for me. She's got a wild good taste. Stay tuned, Stay tuned for, more for more of the PE project. project. I love you. I think I always will. Even now I'm reeling from the effect that you have on the rest of my life. I'm different now. As badly as I want to feel the heat between us, I know exactly how this is going to end. Now streaming at PlatformCollection.com is the new film short, Run Rick, a who's who of San Diego talent. Brought to you by the good people at Platform Collection. Okay, this app, we've met a designer of clothes and a professional buyer who buys clothes. Want to see the kind of store Sandra buys from when she styles her clients? Hey, Dave, can we call five and a dime? Coming right up. Hello. Jason. How's it going? Who are you and what city are you in? My name is Jason Huggins, and I am in San Diego, California. Jason, what do you do for a living? <laughs> I am a co-owner of a men's clothing apparel brand called Five and a Dime. I've also been a long-running DJ of 25 years, I think. I've been DJing locally in San Diego. So I, ha I do have a DJ production company called Hickeys and Dry Humps. We do like throwback parties and stuff like that. I mean, that's pretty much the meat of it. A jack of all trades, a master of none. One of the things that I repeatedly heard from fashion heads about Five and a Dime is your habit of getting fashion brands before anyone else takes note of them. How are you able to see what's going to be big before it hits? I think we just got lucky. It was like right place, right time. 2005 when we launched our store to be able to be fortunate to carry those streetwear brands right before they took off. You know, Crooks and Castles, The Hundreds, the guys from Information in Hawaii. Because the market wasn't super oversaturated at that point, we were able to really benefit. You're just like a fashionista who just started to expose people to your fashion. It was a bit of a learning curve. San Diego is a very reserved city. I think there were moments in time where we had to bring people to the water to drink. It's, it's a little bit slower. So like if things were, I don't know so much about now because the internet, things are moving a lot faster. People are able to retain the information a lot quicker. But you know, a decade ago, that's 
it, it wasn't it, that wasn't the case necessarily. Pause. The last segment, I spoke to creative designer Leon St. Heron. Back around 2013, Leon was rapping under the name Bam Circa 86, or Bam for short. Bam Circa 86 and Ramel Real J. Wallace made up a rap duo called Brother Nature. And Brother Nature did a song and music video called Riches and Rags that doubled as a showcase for the store's clothing. Today, in 2021, that's pretty smart. But nine years ago, in 2012, that was really smart. I wanted to know how that happened and came about. Bam and Ramel were good friends of the shop um, and had been an integral part of it for a long time. And, you know, with us supporting San Diego, we're like, what if we did a music lookbook video? What we were trying to describe was the, the struggles that we've seen in San Diego with homelessness and then our own personal struggles financially. And then we're like, what if we did like this trading places thing? Can we, can we tell that story in two minutes in a mm -hmm. lookbook, right? That's so deep because on the outside, I saw that jump started uh, Ramel Real J's foray into film. He started doing short films after that and hasn't stopped. It always came off at this. We're, we're back in the homeboy. We want to use Five Under Dime as an outlet to express like the people that we know, who we mess with, like who we um, support, you know what I mean? Bam actually designed some stuff for our brand. He's what? Done, yeah, he's done, like back in the day, he did he did some designs for us too, so. Um, and some of them which we put out. He's always been a talented dude though, that's the thing. It's like, these guys have always been talented. It's, I guess we were just, we were just a step in the ladder to help pull that out of them. Where will Five and Dime be in five but, years? I would like to see us have a bigger stake online. I'd like for more people outside of San Diego to know who we are. I mean, that's pretty much it, man. So my name is Jason Huggins. I am co-owner of Five and a Dime in San Diego. You can currently find us at fiveandadime.com. And you can find us on Instagram at, at fiveandadime.com. Hey, you got to go to the PEP website and listen to part two of this interview. I'm not saying we put the best stuff there, but we couldn't fit it all right here. Go check it out. Our topic is fashion. And in this episode, we've talked to a creative who's designed clothes, to a buyer who buys clothes, and a store that's behind clothes, being sold, to people, a lot. And this process could apply to any product, but fashion is unique because it doesn't work on its own. It requires a person with their own message. If we all thought the same, fashion wouldn't exist. We'd all just wear one thing, but we don't. We wear our clothes like flags that tell where we're from. Per usual, I'd like to know your thoughts, comments, feedback, and hit me on the new Twitter, T-H-E-P-E-P -E -P on KPBS, the P-E-P -E on KPBS. What's your go-to outfit to feel confident and stun on your competition? Hit me up, T-H-E-P-E-P -E -P on KPBS. And I'm looking at my monitor, oh, and I got something fly for this episode. This is exclusive. Right now at the Casbah, they're live streaming a show. It's called One Night Only and features some fire acts. They're going to patch us into their feed so you'll be able to hear a performance. I'm not going to even give away who it is. They'll introduce themselves. 
Hey, I'll see you guys next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, the Invisible Ponchos. Stopping in. The Parker Edison Project is produced and hosted by yours truly, Parker Edison, and the good people at Platform Collection. Be sure to subscribe and catch the next episode on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any comments or questions, visit theparkeredisonproject.com or hit us on Instagram at the PE Project. My guy, Kurt Conan, is audio production manager. 
Kinsey Moore Lynn is my favorite podcast coordinator. Lisa J. Morissette is operations manager, and John Decker is associate general manager for content. This programming is made possible in part by the KPBS Explore Content Fund. I love saying that because it reminds me of Sesame Street. Y'all stay safe out there. Oh, all right, that's it for now. Thank you. Goodbye. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places.